So today we are going to learn about King John. <coughs> Sorry. King John was actually never given the title king. And it is said that after him, no king of England was titled or given the name John. Because John was never, you could he never sat on the throne of England in peace. He had a nickname, Lackland, John Lackland. And although he is remembered in history as King John, as such his reign was unremarkable and the people are grateful to him only because he was responsible for the Magna Carta. Now, when, as students of history, we can uh, divide King John's reign into three areas, three focus areas are there. First is the war with his friend Philip of France which led to him losing all the family land. Okay? He was a king who had no land. That is why he had the nickname Black Land. The second aspect is uh, with the fight that is he already had with his uh, friend Philip of France, he lost the land he had both in Normandy, in Anjou, uh, then uh, Aquitaine, which was his brother's property, you know, his mother's property, everything, whatever he landed, everything, he had pledged, okay. So he was a man who had no land as such. You should remember one thing. He was the only one who was crowned as uh, the king of Ireland. The father, since he was the father's favorite, the father had given him land in Ireland. Even that was lost. That land was also lost because John was someone who did not know how to handle things. And uh, that is something you notice in all sons of Henry II. Henry being a very uh, selfish father, a very greedy man, he never saw to it that his sons could have the power to handle money, power to handle land. So soon after the father's death, the eldest son Richard also did not know uh, what to do and he spent his money without any care. That led to his uh, the uh, coffers being empty. That is what happened to Richard. Then by some luck or uh, we don't know what happened, anyway, he passed away without uh, troubling, without having had much trouble. But all the burden of all the, uh, you must remember one thing, Henry II on his deathbed, he had died cursing himself and cursing his sons. So the curse of the father goes down to the sons. The sons were quarreling with each other. What all the father made, none of them could enjoy it in peace. Now when John assumed the throne, the immediate, uh, uh, what do you say, obstacle for him was his brother Geoffrey's son, Arthur. And what did John do? John, his mother was the one who had helped him uh, get rid of all the other, uh, his mother is the one who had helped him in scheming against the father, scheming against the brother, scheming against everyone. But what this man did is it is said that he put his mother also in the tower. She was also put captive in the tower. He got his brother Jeffrey's. Jeffrey was killed. Jeffrey had died. But Jeffrey's son um, uh, Arthur had already raised up a small army. He was a minor. But there were so many people who wanted him. He could have become the throne king after Richard. But uh, John being mightier, John being elder, John being uh, a person who had uh, a way to handle people, he had more supporters when compared to Arthur the little boy. Anyway, this boy happened to be missing. No one knows what happened to him. And there have been accounts saying that he was also locked up alive in a tower. Now all this uh, affected 
the future of god and maybe that is why he was punished in some way or the other by being known as the most uh, the, the king who who has who remains in the history of england as the most infamous of men because he was not only a treacherous son and brother he was also a cruel king he had the capacity he was he was a cowardly man when compared to his brother richard who was very strong who was very efficient who was very uh, brave he was known as richard the lion heart and uh, when compared to him this man was a coward so i'm coming back to what i said king john's reign can be split into three focus areas the first focus area is his the war with his friend philip and the second focus area is the dispute he had with the clergy which led to him disobeying the pope and the pope granting him or putting the country under punishment the king of the country was excommunicated by the pope and then the the whole country had to suffer because of the crime done by the king that is what happens in the second section and the third aspect you have to remember is his quarrel with the barons which led to the creation of the great charter which is known as the magna carta now john was a king who was not loved by the people of england because when he stepped on the english throne england was already going through a lot of trouble and maybe it was john's ill luck that the people have, were already disturbed by the um by the huge tax or the huge ransom they had to pay to free richard now uh, they started thinking about the father henry ii and they said people started missing him and there's one thing that is said about john that there's no no quality he had no quality that endeared him to anybody not even those who were close to him so he began by quarreling not just with his brothers he started quarreling with his mother he started getting rid of the people his the only option before him was to get rid of the people who stood in uh, as a as an obstacle and the first obstacle was his brother jeffrey's son arthur this son was removed from the way second obstacle was the mother his mother this mother was also put up in the tower and the next option is see, he doesn't have anybody against him and though the next option is once he has got rid of all the people he um, decides to sit on the english throne but he cannot sit there in peace because he engages himself in uh, an argument with his friend uh, philip so when john becomes weak automatically the king of france becomes stronger and philip of france uh, he so, so to get to run the country he had to uh, pledge the land in normandy he gave all his possessions to philip and philip became as powerful as henry was during the first part of his reign okay now what happened when normandy and all the other kingdom all the possessions outside england were lost the king if he had been a sensible man he could have focused his attention on his land but what did he do he spent his time more in uh, fighting and quarreling and trying to uh, do something but he did not have the proper sense to handle things this led to him engaging in a lot of dispute with so many people and his fight with philip made him lose his land made him lose his family land okay something that had been given to transferred to him from generations that is something that he got from william remember william of normandy's land in normandy that land was lost okay so uh, philip had supported arthur but when arthur was removed from the way it became a shock for philip of france so he decided it is better not to uh, engage in any kind of a dispute with um, john directly and so uh, philip started moving and uh, taking up steps in an indirect way so for the time being 
John was not was free from foreign attack, but then he could not handle things over here. You should, you might remember when Richard, John's brother, was away fighting the Crusades. The administrative system of the country was not at all affected. Why? Because they had Hubert Walter, who was the Archbishop of Canterbury. He had been functioning as the justiciar or as the as a, as the second man in charge, and being a very just man. He uh, governed the country very well, even though the king was absent. So the absence of the king did not affect the people of England, and it is then that the people of England realized that there need not be a king sitting on the English throne. If there was any man who had the sense to control and handle affairs of the of the of the country, then that was more than enough. It need not be somebody of the royal blood. So this idea had seeped into the mind of the people. So what happened? John realized that uh, after the death of Archbishop Hubert, Hubert Walter, what he did was he left the seat vacant. Okay, he thought he could do it. He could get away with that, just like how his uh, forefather uh, William Rufus had done. Rufus had kept the seat of Canterbury vacant for some time. So this man thought maybe if I do it that way, it could help. But the people and the times had changed. So the people of England, what did they do? They sent a complaint to the Pope of Rome. So the Pope of Rome, so when the complaint had gone to the Pope of Rome, what did John do? Immediately he appointed somebody who was his own friend. Someone who, whom he supposed would be supporting him. But the people who had already sent their complaint to Rome, they had the English people, their choice of the English people was a man named Stephen Langdon. Stephen Langdon was the choice of the English people and they had taken up their proposal to the Pope of Rome. And the Pope of Rome approved uh, Stephen of Langdon. The Pope approved Stephen Langdon and 